And welcome to Slasher Street Podcast. My name is Ryan Devlin, and thank you so much for joining me once again. This is a horror movie podcast where each week I discuss and review in detail a different horror movie from our epic collection here at the house. However, this week, as I'm sure you can already tell from the title of the episode, this is going to be completely different to normal because we're not reviewing a horror movie, we're actually going to be reviewing a video game. Um, A game that's really close to my heart after spending the best part of 25 hours of my life completing it. I've waited, we've waited, well, six years on this game five or six years on this game coming out and because it's a horror kind of horror survival game or it's some people call it action adventure some people call it horror survival game or just a horror game in general um but because it's kind of horror related i wanted to to talk about it on this podcast and that is the last of us part two uh, which came out of few months ago now back in june so i'm sure people are either have either completed the game already or are still playing the game or maybe haven't even bought the game yet because it's still relatively new um came out probably in the perfect time for a video game to come out when everybody's in quarantine and uh, no one can go anywhere and everyone's saving money so it's a perfect time to release a video game so if you have played the game i hope you um enjoyed it uh, and i hope you enjoy this review so it's more of a bonus episode this one it's i'm not too sure how long this episode's gonna go uh, it might only go half an hour it might go 45 minutes it might go an hour i'm not sure it probably won't but we're just going to be a little bonus episode and we're just going to be talking about the the Last of Us Part 2. Now, before we get into any of this, I just want to say this is going to be a full spoiler review. So this is something that if you haven't played this game, um, I probably wouldn't advise to listen to this show because pretty much from the off, we're going to be talking full spoilers. And there's a particular thing that happens at the very start of this game, which, you know, I feel like most people already knew it was coming, or some people knew something was coming, you know, from all the advertisement from uh, Naughty Dog and all the previews coming out, and pretty much on the back of the game, it says, you know, something's going to happen early on that's going to really send this game, the trajectory, rather, of this game is going in this direction, because this something is going to happen early in the game, so if you haven't played the game, um, and don't want to know, and don't want it spoiled, don't listen to this, um, if you have played the game obviously just carry on listening we're going to be talking about everything including the ending so again if you haven't got to the end of the game um then you might not want to listen to the whole thing uh it's going to be a bit all over the place as well this between you know it's not going to be starting from the start getting to the finish i'm going to probably go off on many tangents of things so these are just the warnings for carrying on listening to this episode uh there's going to be a lot of things spoiled if you haven't played it um or maybe if you're not bothered you know if you already kind of know what happens and you you're one of those people who point blank refuses to play it because of something that happens in the game then you know by all means carry on listening to this episode and to be honest this episode really will be great for those people who either don't want to play the game or knocked it off really early because of something that happens early on in the game um because i know there's a lot of hate for this game out there 
because of the direction it goes. Um, really unjust hate, in my opinion. This game is a masterpiece. Um, so I hope if you're one of those people who either haven't played the game but, you know, slag it off, or have played a little bit of the game, got up to that certain point in the story and then knocked it off, maybe out of disgust, maybe out of disagreement. Um, these are all the feelings that we're meant to feel when we're playing this game as well. And to get the full emotion out of this game, you've got to play it till the very end to really, you know, get every little bit of emotion out of it that you're meant to. Because here's the thing, The Last of Us Part 2, and from this minute on, we're going to talk spoilers, so let's just get straight into it. The Last of Us Part 2 is, is designed to make you feel every single emotion possible. It's the most insane gaming experience I've ever played. And you've got to think, I got onto The Last of Us Part 2 after just finishing Star Wars um, Fallen Order, which is, a for a Star Wars fanatic like me, a, a very emotional game, especially the ending. Um, and before that, Red Dead Redemption 2, which probably took up over 100 hours of my life. Literally, that's all I played for about seven or eight months was Red Dead Redemption 2. So to go from those two incredible games to playing this one, and um, I finished this within like a week and a half. You know, you can really finish this pretty quickly if you want to. Um, so to go from those games to playing this one, I've never ever experienced anything like it where... You know, in this game, you feel you feel disgust, you feel sadness, you feel rem um, you feel remorse, you are um, mourn, you feel mourning, you feel hate, you feel love, you feel you know sadness. I've probably said that already, but literally everything: euphoria, um, terror, you're scared. Every feeling that you could possibly feel is in this game. And as I say, it's designed in this incredible way to, to get these emotions out of you. And I've just never seen a game so beautifully created because of that. It's not just um, a horror game, which is meant to give you these shitty little jump scares. Although it does that as well. Um, and it's not just there, in my opinion, to to make you go walk, you know, or anything like that. It's just, it's designed in this incredible way and it's got this incredible story to back it up. You know, it's not just throwing these things out there. You feel attachment to every single one of these characters. And what this game does is it changes your perception of characters that you've loved for many years from the first game. It changes your perception of, well, first impressions as well of certain characters early in the game. And you go on this incredible back and forth, almost moral, moral, morality journey of, if that's, is that the word I'm looking for? Um, you know, where, you know, you're going back, your feelings are going back and forward where you feel like you're doing the right thing. Then, oh shit, I've completely fucked that up. I've made a terrible mistake and go back and forth. And it really messes with your head and messes with your emotions this game it's so incredibly well done um so i mean i played the last of us the original one on the ps3 absolutely loved it so long ago probably played it five or six years ago so i've been waiting that long on this game coming out um i loved the overall story of the first one um obviously the ending and here's the thing in the ending of the first game you feel like you understand the reason behind what Joel did. He obviously went to the Fireflies hospital and he saved Ellie because your whole 
And the whole point of the first game is to deliver Ellie to the Fireflies. Um, but to try and find a cure, but not to kill her. Once he finds out that they're going to kill her, the game kind of goes off in this almost dark direction where you feel like you have to save Ellie, you know, because she's the closest thing he's going to have to a daughter now. Um, but anyway, digressing there completely, I've got a few notes in front of me, which I'm trying not to read. I'm just kind of going off the top of my head for this. But yeah, the whole story and the whole overall feel of this game, it's it's heartbreaking, you know, for the most part. It's got a, you know, happy ending. This series just nails that happy and heartbreaking tone to a T. Um, you know, you can feel it through this entire game, you know, and that the, the thing is as well, there isn't any, Naughty Dog does an incredible thing with this game where there isn't any villains per se, there isn't any baddies, you know, all there is is just people trying to survive by any means necessary and really just doing their thing as best they can and it hits you so incredibly hard through this game when you're playing as Ellie, playing as Ellie uh, to start with, and then you thoroughly believe that you are going on the correct journey and doing what you're doing is correct. And then you play as Abby halfway through, who is a new character to the series, and everything you've just done for the past 12 hours completely gets thrown on its head. We'll get into it all, because I feel like I'm being a bit vague here, so let's get into the whole thing. Um, but one thing I just want to quickly say as well, you know, even... There's little things in this game that completely broke my heart. And it's things like when you're ex just exploring random places. You know, you're on your journey. You're exploring random places such as someone's house or an apartment building or anything like that. And you're just going to some abandoned, abandoned child's bedroom and, you know, to kind of get supplies and find what you can. And there's notes and things missing. Things have just been left uh, sometimes you discover bodies of families that have just killed themselves in the midst of all of this that's going on, this apocalypse, this end of the world story that we're all living in here. And oh, you just think, maybe how did these people try to survive? You know, the people that aren't there anymore, the people that, whose bodies aren't there. How did these people try to survive? They did it by any means necessary. Where did they go? Who did they meet? Did they join the wolves? Did they join the fireflies? Are they on their own? Oh, you know, it's it's heartbreaking. Just the little tiniest things in the game makes you think about stories that you don't even see. You know, this is a worldwide thing that's happened in the game. You know, they've got this fungus and it's basically taken over the world. It's an apocalypse. You know, the world is over. And these there's militia um, groups, you know, with different ideals. and But it, the whole thing just makes you just breaks my heart to be honest it's the little things it's the littlest things the littlest details that get you in this game um just in this episode as well we're mainly focusing on the story of the game uh my thoughts on you know the, the story the characters how it pans out rather than any gameplay aspects really the gameplay is very similar to the first game so for me it's a much it's a much slicker version of the first game. Obviously, incredible graphics. Um, very realistic in terms of things that you can carry and things that you can do, things that you can craft. Um, so, 
gameplay-wise, it's very similar to the first game. So we're not really going to go into that because this is more of a story-based game as well. And this is a, obviously the podcast itself. We're not a gaming podcast. I'm not here to review the actual gameplay aspect. I'm here to review my thoughts on the, the, the story, which I'm sure is what everyone is mainly wanting to, uh, to know for this one. Um, so I, I thought the game started off a little bit weird because, um, you know, although we eventually plays Abby later in the game, uh, we start off with as Joel and he's telling Tommy about how he basically killed the Fireflies and he's living with all this guilt, even though we know he won't, you know, he would do it again in a heartbeat what he did. He still feels this guilt and needs to, you know, about Ellie and, and things like that. And um, But anyway, we play as Joel at the start, then we play as Ellie, and then for a little bit, we play as Abby. So within the first hour and a half of the video game, we play as three characters, which is very different to the first game uh, and very bold, like, because... I'm sure that everybody, when they were seeing the teaser trailers for this game, even when you read the synopsis on the back, if you went into this game completely blind, apart from obviously looking at the trailers, um, you would think that this is going to be a revenge story for Ellie because somebody close to her dies. And um, within the first hour and a half, we placed three different characters. And fair enough, plays Joel at the start, uh, and then we play as Ellie, but then out of nowhere... We just play as this new character, Abby, and I'm like, hmm, what's going on here? This doesn't seem to fit right. Um, and I think this is probably where a lot of people are getting angry at the game because you play as Abby and you don't know this character and she's not really explained at all when you, you just all automatically take over this character. And uh, it is quite confusing because you're like, well, what has she got to do with the overall story? And then we get to what happens. So let's just get this cow the bag right now. One thing that Naughty Dog did incredibly well here is you know, playing this game without play, without any without reading any spoilers, you know someone very close to Ellie dies very early in the game, and it's set up and it's designed to make you think, shit, who's gonna die? We know who dies now. But you've got Dina, who we established early in the game is her kind of girlfriend. Then you've got Jesse, who's her, one of her best friends, but Dina's ex-boyfriend. Uh, then you have uh, Tommy's there as well. Joel's there. And we see these... There's these sneak peeks of which one's going to get killed and how are they going to get killed. And unfortunately, it goes to Joel, who... Let's talk about Joel's death because Joel is the main character in the first one and he, you know, everybody, every, he, we have grown to love him over the past five years playing the original Last of Us and uh, to kill him off within 90 minutes of the game was ballsy as hell, just ballsy as hell and not just to kill him off but to kill him off by a character that we have just played for 20 minutes without even knowing who she is, and a character that was nothing really to do, or we didn't see anyway in the first game, and it was such almost like, such a, people say like a cheap death, because he basically gets shot in the knees, and then he gets battered over the head to death with a golf club. But... We're meant to feel that emotion. We're meant to feel cheated because death is, you know, 
cheap. It's it's not something that anyone. There's no payoff in death. You don't get a receipt. You don't get any change. You know, it's cheap. It's I know it's a weird way to say it, but you know. If you're you're living in a post-apocalyptic world that is ruled by all these crazy militia gangs, um, you probably odds are someone's gonna catch up with you one day. And this was the most realistic death they could have possibly gave us, in my opinion, because it was so simple. A golf club over the head and she just smashes his brains in in front of Ellie. And it's just the most heartbreaking thing because Again, we've got to know Joel all this time. Now, is it too early in the game? I don't think so, because it's the catalyst for the whole story, the whole journey, is Ellie trying to find Abby from this point to get her revenge. Revenge is a huge, huge um, uh, point in this game as well, where you know everyone is out for revenge, and revenge, you know can eat you up inside it can change you you know ellie's trying to find revenge and then we find out abby's backstory and she's trying to find revenge the whole and but even up to this point abby is the reason she is doing this to joel is revenge it's heartbreaking um now i think in terms of killing him or killing joel off this early in the game it was probably just right because of the way the game plans out. If you knock this game off at this point in time, I feel like you have ruined your own experience because just continue to play because yes, you feel hurt. Yes, we're upset. Yes, we're pissed off. But go with it because the game is designed to make you feel that way about this death. And we do see Joel again many times in this game like loads of times like although this is in the first hour and a half we probably get another two hours of joel in this game maybe even more um through flashbacks and the flashbacks mean so much more because of what happened in this scene and um uh, a friend of mine the other day commented on a status that i put up and said you know it would have been better if joel if we'd see if we'd played the flashbacks first and then seen Joel get killed. But I don't agree with that because the way that the game is designed is, you know, these flashbacks of when we're in the um when we're in the museum, when we're going swimming, when we're playing guitar, when we're going hunting, um, when we're trying to find guitar strings and we're saving in the hotel. Um, these heartbreaking moments are designed um, because they know we've already seen Joel get his get his brains bashed in, and these are Ellie's thoughts thinking back of her life with Joel, you know, while she's trying to, um, you know, get revenge for him and um, get some redemption for herself. Um, but yeah, so in terms of playing Abby for that time as well, um, I kind of feel at that point you regret your actions playing her because when we eventually get to that point, you're like, man... So I just controlled this woman and sent her to Joel and Tommy, and then she's killed them. So that 45 minutes, or killed to, uh, Joel rather, but that 45 minutes that you play as that character, it's just like, whoa, you know, that was that was a bad, that was a, a really hard move there from uh, from Naughty Dog. And uh, but we do eventually get to know Abby properly, and I've got to say, I absolutely love the Abby character. In the end, it's so difficult to 
um, to describe, but as soon as we start playing as Abby again and we see her flashbacks and we see her journey, uh, it's, she's on, I'm, she's on a par with Ellie, you know, neither of them are villains in this story, but anyway, um, the timing and the pacing of the story as well, going back and forth from current, from the current day to flashbacks, um, to then playing as Abby three days earlier and seeing the, her full journey through her eyes was incredibly bold and incredibly brave. And I totally feel like Naughty Dog pulled it off. So essentially we play the first couple of hours as Ellie, Joel and Abby. Then we play mainly as Abby and we're on this journey trying to find Abby, trying to find, basically killing off the people who um, killed Joel. Uh, and then we go three days earlier, uh, basically back to day one, and play as Abby and see the journey through her eyes. So let's start with Ellie's journey, because I think that's the the biggest thing about this game is that first 12 hours where, you know, you have, you've seen this character that you love, Joel. He's been killed off in the most brutal possible way um with a just a golf club just remorseless just straight in front of you there and you go on this journey of revenge with ellie and you feel the hatred at this point in time you feel like you want to get to abby you want to get her and you want to get her comeuppance and things like that uh, so you track her down and you know there's little things like even though um you could tell these guys maybe aren't the villains there's a there's an incredible scene where um there's two parts actually to it which really i think traumatizes ellie more than anything um and i think the first part is when she gets to the wlf section of the game she actually gets in there and um she sees i can't remember i don't know her name but it's the the asian girl who she's playing like a psp and you know just how can someone be thoroughly evil if she's just sitting there playing video games mind her own business and she's like i'm not going to tell you where my friend is and little things like my friend and playing the video games it kind of makes you think well is are these people as bad as we think you know and that's that that's the questions that this game brings up over and over and over again when you're playing this game because even like not in the cutscenes, the cutscenes are just incredible. But when you're just playing, when you're walking around, when you're hiding from uh, people that you're eventually going to kill, you overhear their conversations, and they say things. They're talking about you know bringing up children, and they're talking about what they're going to do tonight. What food are they going to have? They're just going to chill out with their girlfriends or boyfriends, and or go somewhere and. You know, real life things, and you're about to take them down. So you're questioning your own morality. Um, moral morality rather uh, at that point in time before you even take these people down so it's this journey with with that with ellie it's 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 incredible and um so you know we we eventually track down abby's friends you know we get to nora and we torture nora and that completely traumatizes ellie because she knows that wasn't the right thing to do because nora 
she's just protecting her friend. And again, when we see that later in the game, it's it's incredible. Uh, you know, we see her kill Owen. Um, we feel bad for killing Mel, and it's that point in the game. This is where it it turns perfectly for me because, um, you know, we've killed these attack dogs and we've killed um Nora, we've killed Owen, and you know, we've killed Mel, and this is where we find out Mel's pregnant. Um, and she's just uh, utterly heartbreaking. And then they later in the game, when you hear them talking about how excited they are for the kid, that makes it even worse. Um, but yeah, and we 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 go through so many things with Ellie in the short space of time. Her and Dina. Dina finds out that although she's infected, she's immune. Uh, we find out that Dina's pregnant with Jesse's kid. And there's so many things going on here. We find, you know, we eventually Tommy finds them and, and takes them back. Um, the whole thing is just such this amazing journey that we've gone through. And it's only halfway through the game. And then out of nowhere, we play as Abby, who, again, this was such a ballsy move from the developers because, you know, for us who thought we were going to be playing the whole game as Ellie, it's pretty obvious at this point in time that because it goes back to day one, we've just played as three days of, with, with Ellie full of flashbacks and revenge and trying to find Abby and then out of nowhere we plays we play as Abby. It's just it just switches and it's day one and you're like, well we're gonna play at least three days with, with Abby because that's the way that the story's designed. Uh, and within five minutes of playing as Abby you just feel this regret and you know you feel dirty essentially I think for what you've just done because was it justified? You just you really just start questioning all your actions in the game um, that you've just spent 12, 13 hours playing. Um, and it was because it was such an odd move in the game, in that time of the game. It made me feel like I hated Ellie almost. It's like, well, we've been on this incredible journey, you know, The Last of Us, then 12 and a half hours or so in The Last of Us Part 2. And it made me think, God. Were we the baddies? You know, it was just like, were we the baddies all this time? Uh, because as soon as you see it through somebody else's eyes, literally, obviously, within about five, ten minutes of playing, I was like, oh my god, like these people aren't as bad as we see. And this is the thing, it's all perception. You know, although Abby killed Joel, realistically, she was, you know, well within her right to do that because her father was the surgeon who Joel killed in the first game. And really, Joel only knew Abby, sorry, Ellie for maybe, what, three months? Uh, maybe not even that. Uh, before he did this incredible thing. Like, Ellie was going to change the world. He was going to, She was a part of this group that was just trying to make the world better. And then this madman comes in and starts shooting everyone, including her dad. And the, the thing that pulled on your heartstrings even more is we get this scene where we see Abby and we see her playing with her dad and... We see that these are just good people, you know, just trying to get by in the world, trying to do their best to make the world a better place and get it back to normal. And yeah, it's just, it just, what a twist and what a way to play on your emotions. Um, I say playing as Abby was a real eye opener because we saw the wolf camp which was in that scene with the football stadium man that is my jaw was on the floor 
what an amazing scene where you're walking through the wolf camp at this football stadium and it's just amazing like seriously that must have taken so much doing to turn that football stadium into a post-apocalyptic stadium in the game for us to walk around and explore it was seriously one of the most impressive things i've ever seen in a video game so but we see uh, how the wolves lived and again we, we go in and there is a nursery with all the kids running around and there's a little kind of playpen for all the dogs like and all the dogs are super friendly the ones that we've just killed you know loads of and everyone's just like hey abby how's it going it's the whole thing instantly i was like oh you bastards like you completely switched this and that's the way it's designed i can't say it any more than that you know the way the game is designed is to make you question everything and to make just to flip your emotions it was you know and it kind of made me think you know was every anything we just did justified because they let her go they let ellie go they said you know we don't want to kill her and another amazing amazing thing that i liked was when we at the start of the game uh when we see when we see joel die and this is the thing although joel dies super early like those that whole event spiraled into this 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 story um so am i saying joel's death was justified kind of because i if they'd killed dina or jesse or anything like that i don't think it would have had anywhere near as much of an impact in my opinion to be honest um i yeah so i certainly forgot where i was going with that there so <laughs> um so there's this scene obviously when when we see joel die at the start and then someone boots ellie in the face and she's kind of unconscious and then so she can't hear she's just the whole situation you know from shock from seeing her essentially her dad get his head beaten to death right in front of her to then getting kicked in the face the whole thing she's just in shock she can't hear anything that's happening in the room and um there's a flashback to how abby sees that in this in this portion of the game and uh, we hear what that conversation was and essentially abby was like she's done nothing wrong they, you know they've done nothing wrong leave them alone because uh, the other people wanted to kill them because basically not out of hate just so there isn't a trail back to them and um abby saves ellie at that point in time because you know she they could have shot her in the head she was like no we need to let her live so again you're seeing things from two totally different perspectives here um the two love triangles that are in this game as well um which i thought was very convenient yes um but just about worked for me um because on one side you had ellie dina and jesse uh, Dina being pregnant with Jesse's baby, but being in a relationship with Ellie, uh, and then you have Abby, Owen, and Owen and Mel on the other side. Um, Mel being the one pregnant with Owen's baby. However, Abby is Owen's ex-girlfriend, and they still sleep together. And <laughs> Owen wants to be with Abby, even though he's going out with Mel and she's pregnant. So, in between all of this, there is this love triangle, and I think a lot of people can you know aren't fans of that in general but um having seen both sides of the story here uh 
Um, but the main aspects of the relationship differed enough for me to not notice either huge similarities um, and it didn't affect the overall story. It added to the overall story. Um, obviously as well, this is one of the, I believe, one of the first games that included a, a trans character, which worked incredibly well uh, and it was just bringing to light the whole issue of, you know... Um, Oh, what's the word? Um, tolerance, you know, the tolerance issue with things like this, you know, people, and especially the way the world is at the moment, because the world at the moment, there is so much hate out there. There is hate towards, you know, races and homosexuality, and and this is twenty twenty, man. Come on, like, like this is the thing, like, and even in a post apocalyptic world where you would think, you know, everyone will be on the same page, there isn't. There is so much hate in this world same as we are now and hate is that strong subject and to include a trans character in there i think worked really well uh, obviously Liv is a very very good character and um she was very strong or he was very strong rather sorry um just uh, brought to light you know those opinions of these religious crazy nut jobs because although you know, he wanted to live his life. He couldn't because the scars wouldn't let him. Uh, and he even his mum abandoned him. And uh, even when he went back to see his mum to essentially save her, she tries to kill him. So it, you know, really harboring, but really works well. And, um, you know, brings together that whole tolerance issue um, that is a huge thing today in this world. And I think really resonated well in this game. Um, and was a really good really good message um to put across and the character was um again it wasn't just put in there for the sake of putting it in there sake the character played a huge role in the game and the abbey side of the story um obviously when we get to the island as well um and towards the end of the game actually the whole finish of the game almost bases around live and the whole reason the ending happens so um yeah i think that inclusion was um, very well done, in my opinion. And um, when we were play when we're playing as Abby, here's the thing as well, because you see what happens, and you see these characters when you're playing as Abby. So you see Nora, um, you see Owen, you see Mel, um, and you know they're dead within three days. So your whole journey is getting to the point where you see from Abby's eyes what happens to these people. So. The whole thing is just such a ballsy thing to do because people, you know, for a lot of people, they'll be like, Well, I'm just going to play this game, but I know what's going to happen. But yeah, it was it was very well done. So, and the end fight between um, Dina, sorry, Ellie and um, Abby is just incredible. So, we see Jesse die just before we go to play as. Abby, she shoots him, and um, but before that, obviously, we see that Tommy and Ellie kills all of Abby's friends. So, um, yeah, that fight is super intense, and you play as um, as Abby. So, again, you've played as Ellie through the last. Oh, I played as Joe, but you know, with Ellie through the Last of Us Part One, you've played as Ellie through this story now, and but because of the way that the story has progressed and you've played as Abby, you want to get your hands on Ellie and have 
revenge for what she did to the characters that you now have an attachment to in this game. Honestly, I can't say <laughs> enough good things about this game. And um, it's a draw. Well, I think that... Um, yeah, we'll say it's a draw. I think Abby kind of won, um, but it's it's more of a draw, I would say. And you know, Abby's like, I never want to see you again. Don't come find me. Uh, and then we see Dina and Ellie on this farm, and it's just such a nice life. And we see little um, the little baby, Jesse's baby, and it's gonna be the cutest video game baby ever. And um, again, that just brings you back. So you've just played as Abby and you've beat the shit out of Ellie because you're like, this this woman, this girl deserves this dishing out that we're giving her. And it just brings you back. It kind of brings you back down to earth and sees, you know, Abby and Ellie's having uh, post-traumatic stress from everything that's happened. She's having these flashbacks. She's looking after the kid and it just brings you right back and makes you think, damn, you know, I we're back with it. We're back with Ellie. Just the back and forth through this whole thing. And then we play as Abby again. And um, again, just a little bit where she's trying to find the fireflies. But anyway, the end of the game. Let's talk about the ending. Because the ending of the game is redemption for me. And that is redemption for both Ellie and Abby. After such a dark and incredible and beautiful journey with both of them, you know, we've had an equal journey with both, um, Ellie ends up almost saving Abby. Abby's been captured by this other group who are down in Santa Barbara in the uh, California area. And Ellie ends up saving them. What a fun mission that is. Because, again, you see a holiday resort with the pool's you know the swimming pool's been drained, and the uh, the, um, the 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 um, not the zombies, but you know the, the fungus, the creatures, the the dead, I suppose, are being tied up and used as guards. It's such a cool level in this game, and uh, yeah, so Abby ends up sorry, Ellie ends up saving Abby, and Abby doesn't want to fight her. She's like, I don't want to. I this is over. You know, I, I don't. Thank you for saving me, but. Ellie makes a fighter and she eventually, Ellie wins but lets her live and they both and you know, Abby and Liv they they drive off together in the boat one way and there's just this beautiful moment where Ellie is just sitting alone in the sea watching the person that she's went through this whole journey try to kill drive off in the boat and then there's this beautiful scene this last scene in the game where ellie is playing guitar and she has a flashback to potentially the day before joel died we don't really know i think it's maybe like the day before or maybe the day before that pretty close to when joel dies i think um and he she just said you know i'm i hate you for what you did but i'm gonna try and I'm going to try and forgive you. And so, and then that's the end of the game. Right, really? You know, we see Ellie walking off to the, um, going back to Jackson, presumably. Um, and very abrupt. I thought there was room for maybe one more scene in there when she got back to Jackson to see Tommy and uh, and Tommy's wife and Dina and the kid and, and kind of have that moment. But the game didn't 
want you to have that moment because it wanted you to have this didn't want a happy ending although it is happy in a sense it's sad because you know you've just been on this journey and uh, it's it's made you feel everything and to be honest i only just finished the game two days ago and my i'm waffling on here just trying to get my thoughts out but i still don't really know what i played it was just this unbelievable thing it was it really was it was just it was it made me feel every emotion as i said earlier in the episode it just took me on this journey of hate and love and revenge it's just something like i've never experienced before i obviously would thoroughly recommend you go and play this game if you haven't already um if you if you have played the game and are listening to this review i hope i did. i know this review didn't do the game justice nothing will because this game is just incredible from the cutscenes the cutscenes you don't want to end the cutscenes are extra long movie like cutscenes some cutscenes are 10 minutes long they you don't want them to end because they're so beautifully crafted uh, and you know, just work so well with the story that you don't want them to end the cutscenes are magnificent and just the whole thing like the first half an hour of the game is a cutscene i think like really the first 30 minutes you don't really do anything like it's just a movie um i started playing it with my wife on the couch and she was like are you gonna is there any gameplay in this or is it just a movie i was like yeah this is going a long time but i wasn't complaining because i was really into it really loving it so um so yeah overall if i could say one thing about this game it's that it is bold it's the the boldest bravest game i think that's ever been created it took a huge risk by a making half the game a character that we didn't even know existed at the start of the game um turning ellie almost into a villain but not really you know there's no villains in this game it's just people trying to get by uh and just taking us on this journey that i didn't expect when i put the game in i had a rough idea of what to expect but this wasn't it this wasn't it and i'm so happy that they went down this route because you know to, to take a game like the last of us and create a sequel and do it in such a crazy fashion that is completely left field completely different to the original but still do the original justice it's incredibly well done uh, i would give it a 9.5 out of 10 9.5 out of 10 maybe a 10 but 9.5 out of 10 for me for this game without a doubt and um and yeah i, I think i've covered everything mean, this game is 25 hours long even longer it's not like i'm talking about a 90 minute movie i can't talk about everything that happens in the game just things that come into my head right now um but it's the one of the most um exhausting and exhilarating games that you can play and as i say it'll just play with your emotions from start to finish um and i thought to end the episode i mean we've gone pretty longer than i thought here we're at about 40 minute mark now so i thought this was only going to go for like half an hour so we've talked a little bit longer than i thought uh, i would but i thought i had a few thought a nice way to end the episode would be to go through a few possible ideas of how the last of us 
franchise can move forward from this point um, or how The Last of Us Part 3 would go down. The first one, obviously, would be for it to become a TV series. I think that is 100% something that should be considered. Um, And whether that is basing it on the stories that they've created already or create a brand new story, I think that I know that there's a there's um is Silent Hill coming to Netflix, um, and they've already already made The Witcher, which I was a huge fan of, but um, but think something like this is is made for television because it's not like you're just going around shooting zombies or you know try to kill you know, random things. There's a huge story here that could be addressed via TV and a, a episodic TV that could do incredible things. Um, whether, I say, whether they do a exact copy almost of The Last of Us, the game, or whether they go in a different direction. Um, but I think that is something that is 100% on the cards and, and should be considered. I think Netflix, I don't know whether they're already doing it, but that is, this is... In terms of franchise potential um, for TV, this this has ridiculous potential to be bigger than The Walking Dead, you know, and The Walking Dead's been an incredible thing. Um, but I feel like this could replace... The Walking Dead's finishing next year, so this could be the next Walking Dead. Um, you, you could There is unlimited potential of what you could do in a TV series with this game. Um, another idea in terms of games in terms of getting it out there i thought maybe the 20 years between the beginning of the first game when we see joel's daughter sarah is it sarah uh when she gets killed and then pick up pretty much straight after that for joel and how he became this smuggler and because the first game is 20 years after the apocalypse so i just think it'd be cool to go through the story of how the world went to shit because we see kind of what happens in the first one within the first half hour to an hour and then after that it's 20 years later and uh, we see everything overgrown and we see how the world's completely fucked up and gone to shit Uh, but I would like to see those 20 years with Joel or we could play as Tommy or we could play as someone else you know it doesn't have to be these characters Um, but I would love to explore those years even that first five to ten years um, of how the world came to this how the creatures how the monsters became because obviously this is 20 odd 30 years later now so the creatures have evolved you know the they've become more fungusy they've become more you know horrible looking but did they always look like that were they more human looking at one point in time i just think there's a lot that we could explore there um which would be really really good i hope that's something they consider because you know as we found out with red dead redemption prequels are not a bad thing um so last of us part three could be an awesome prequel to the last of us um the next one obviously is we continue this story that we've been on and we continue abby's journey because i feel like people me included love abby love the character of abby we really grown to know the character and she's now set off on this journey to find the fireflies um so i think to just continue that journey you know let's let's start off in the boat with Abby uh, and see where we go. I think that would be a really good uh, a really good story to be told and could easily be another game. Um, another Ellie story, maybe, um, but I'm not really sure where we can go with Ellie now because really 
she's going back to Jackson to live with Dina and Jesse's baby, and that's kind of her story, you know. She's at peace with herself almost of um, the journeys that she's been on, and I feel like now she's just wanting to go back to to Dina and live her life. So I don't think there's another Ellie story we can really go to. Um, so I feel like if they're going to do something, it's going to have to be a prequel or Abby's journey, or as I say, um, maybe even set in the same time period, but with a, in a completely different area of America, maybe even a completely different area of the world, maybe set it in the UK or in Europe. Um, you know, completely new characters. But again, the potential of this video game series is unlimited. So really exciting. So that pretty much wraps up this mini episode. <laughs> this mini episode that has been the exact same length as every other bloody episode. So um, I hope you've enjoyed the show, everyone. And um, we'll see you all next time. Now, the next episode that we're going to put up is 110% going to be Terrifier. Um, we did say the last episode that, you know, I wanted to talk about The Last of Us Part 2. Um, I've waffled on and hopefully it's Hopefully I did the review and the game justice. So, um, But overall, um, love the game. But the next episode is going to be a horror movie, you'll be glad to know. And that is going to be Terrifier. So that is going to be next up on our list. And then we'll go from there. So thank you very much for listening, everyone. Uh, hope you've enjoyed the episode. And I will see you all next time. And in the meantime, remember, stay scared. <laughs> Eyes are deceiving me. What you see is real. What's done is done and what I've done is right. It's the work of science.